Welcome to Call Out Podcast. We deliver canvas news and provide entertainment for the HEC community. In today's episode, we'll be talking with a Melee program student at HEC, Lou. Hi. What's up, guys? My name is Lou. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Lou. Yeah, no problem. I had actually just gotten this like big sticker of the podcast logo in the mail for the goodie bag thing that HCC's like student board was doing and I was like oh cool and then the next day um, was when I got hit up about the podcast (laughs) and I was like oh perfect I got this like giant sticker I can use that now (laughs) with purpose I didn't even get it. I know we didn't. We didn't even get the sticker. Huh? It's it's an exclusive, yeah, exclusive. VIP. <laughs> wow. So I guess we can start. Lou, uh, can you tell us about yourself? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, basically, uh, it's my second year in a uh, HCC, but I'm a music person, and so ever since my freshman year in high school. I've been like eyeing out the melee program from afar. So the fact that I'm uh, continuing in college for um, all of my music stuff is incredibly insane to me Um, because I'm only like 18 right now, which is kind of interesting because I graduated high school a bit early for my age, I guess. But um, Mm. I guess music had always been a thing that I always knew I was interested in because I think my very first exposure to it was like we had a little choir thing when I was in kindergarten. Yeah, I was, yeah, long time ago. But um, basically up until like middle school, I think that was definitely where I joined like every single band, like percussion ensemble, jazz band, um, just all these crazy things. And I was uh, in orchestra because I was in school for the mainland for a bit and choir as well in the mainland and here. And um, yeah, so it's been a solid amount of years, I guess. It's, yeah, music has never been a question. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty solid. So how did you hear about ballet and why did you come to HCC? Um, so when I was a freshman at Castle High School, I was in a um, Polynesian music band. <laughs> um, and nice. so that program was like, oh, we have a field trip or whatever to go check out this facility at the Honolulu Community College campus and they were like if you are really into music you could head over there because the boys from Kolohekai had actually been under my teacher at Castle in that program and so (laughs) Noah Cronin had actually um, from the band had gone there and so my teacher was just really excited to show us the program because there was nothing else like it like in the entire state so we go in there and they've got all this like shiny equipment (laughs) and things that i don't know how to use but it looks (laughs) super interesting 
and you know just seeing the whole facility and even my current instructor uh, Eric Lagrimas when I had seen him just talk about the entire facility and the way that he did with like a lot of pride I was like oh I'm sold man like I need to go here <laughs> yeah and I came back to visit um my junior year in high school because I was at a career fair and he happened to be at the career fair and a couple Kailua High School alumni um, from the program who were in the program. And yeah, they just invited me by and they were like, you can, we can show you around again and let you check it out. So I did. And then next year I graduated and I was like, immediate sign up. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. It's it's really um, interesting to have just been looking from afar for like four years and then to just be in the place I am now. <laughs> I like to see that HCC does that for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, exactly. Great. It's it's kind of weird because <laughs> even hearing um, just a lot of other students as well that I've come across at the campus. Like, I never really thought much about how sometimes it's really hard to figure out what you're going to do after high school. Mm -hmm. And it was just a bit um, less common for people to really know, like, how I knew I wanted to do music. Right. And it's, I think it's really cool, the environment that the school really cultivates for people, because you can tell that they really, um, they really go and take steps to make sure that as many people as possible on campus or know that there's different things available for them and to try and stuff like that. On the notion of what HCC offers you, what, what does Melee offer you as an artist and as a student? Oh my goodness. Um, I <laughs> feel like I can't even begin. Um, experience and just being in an environment where there's mm -hmm. people who understand the dedication and even just like the technical terms. I mean, as IT people, I'm sure there's a ton of vocabulary you have and other people wouldn't really <laughs> get it. But <laughs> yeah. it's it's like that type of environment where you are like, okay, it doesn't really matter experience level or it doesn't matter how long you've been here, that we all share common interest. And so that was really cool for me, especially just starting um, college. It was really cool to just experience that type of, like, you're okay, like you don't have to try and fit in or anything because we're all out here doing the same thing and aspirations. Mm -hmm. um, and the amount that I learned in my first semester was double what I probably thought I would get to know about the industry, right. about music and entertainment in general. I was, I was blown away. There was things that I didn't even know existed, like behind the scenes. And yeah, in all the events too, where... You know, before COVID-19 happened, um, 
there were all these like opportunities to go and volunteer for for different um music things and like the hoku awards uh there was volunteering for that i had volunteered for a ragamuffs concert um Hmm. yeah just like working their merch table and it was it was weird how much pride i had to work that merch table because (laughs) yeah it was like i know it's not exactly the goal but to just be in a place where that's just the music is happening whether i'm on stage or off the stage like it's still really great to just be there Mm -hmm. so i know melee offers two focuses um i'm curious which one you're in the audio or the business side um so right now i am in the music business pathway and it was the hardest thing having to (laughs) decide between the two because when i originally enrolled i had said i'm gonna do audio engineering but the first set of classes we have for like the majority of second semester definitely first semester we take a little bit of a just the basics of the industry so it's kind of both and I really liked how they gave us a look at music business and then audio engineering, just like on the surface, because it really helped me decide as a student, like, oh, I actually am really interested in this, even though I didn't think about it. And audio engineering wasn't clicking the same for me as I thought it would. Mm. And yeah, it's really great. I've met people who have had the opposite of me where they were like, oh, I actually am interested in engineering instead of business. But I have seen a few people who have um, decided to do both sides, either they're dual majoring at once or they'll take one semester or one pathway and then finish that and then just tack on the other one right after. Right. So what is the biggest challenge uh, for a Malay student at least is uh, for having to be at home, you know, having to learn at home? Um, so for the business pathway, I actually have found it to be a bit more, um, it's been easier, I think, for us rather than the oh, yeah. audio engineering side because they're more so involved with being in the studio and learning the equipment. So I can't even imagine how that is for them. <laughs> All right. But um, being home, um, it I feel like it's, you know, mainly the physical presence that you get from kind of being in a classroom. That's That's really the biggest difference to me because we're still learning all the things that we would have in the classroom. It's just some of the ways that we execute our assignments or our projects are maneuvered just a little bit to work with being online. Right, right. So after you get your degree, what are your plans after? Oh, yeah. So after my degree, I really am looking towards going to Belmont University, which is in Mm -hmm. Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And 
it's because the way our school is, the melee program is at Mike Curb's Melee Studios. He owns um, the music business school at um, Belmont University. Oh, wow. And so it's, it's cool to know that, you know, credits will transfer through correctly in that case since cool. they know us and we know them. And it's supposed to flow well um, into that area of the school and... The only thing for me is I'm not sure what um, specific major I want to go into for the music business school because there's a lot. Um, you could go into songwriting, publishing. I've been really into publishing lately. I've been interested in that. Um, there's performance production. Uh, so there's things with uh, emerging media so new uses of technology and just what they can be put best towards even outside of uh, entertainment I would think that could apply to and yeah that that school looks amazing to me especially the location because Nashville is supposed to be like songwriting capital right now um it looks really interesting to me and yeah I'm hoping I can get some scholarships because it's quite expensive, but we can do it. <laughs> Got this. Yep. So as as an artist, you know, what drives you, what motivates you to keep making music? Mm. Um, definitely performing. Um mm. there have been tons of times where I'd be a bit I guess you could say overwhelmed or almost burnt out from all of the playing or songwriting I had been trying to do, especially when I'm learning new concepts, like making music electronically, learning a whole software system that I'm still currently learning how to use has really been um, more frustrating than I thought. So there were tons of times where I was like, man, this is like so hard. And, but then I realized like, you know, you can't really get anywhere without hard work. And performing has always been the highlight of everything music for me. Cause I don't know, I've just been on stage ever since I guess middle school when I was up on stage just having to do all these different events and things and even in elementary school I did this like I would do like written word acting I don't even know how to explain <laughs> it we were in elementary school it was weird but like I've always had like this thing where I love being in front of people and just doing things that I enjoy and that I'm good at. And people are just like, they enjoy seeing it. They like how it makes them feel if it's the music or that just puts a smile on their face. You know, it's it's always been really cool, especially as a person who I've always loved um, being at concerts and um, seeing musicals. I saw a lot of musicals in the past and I just be mm. like, this is amazing. and. There's definitely just a energy when I'm on stage. It's it's weird. It's kind of like that 
zone that people right. get when they're just like, okay, I'm ready to do this. <laughs> nice. I had actually participated in like my first beat showcase. Um, this was last year at a shop named Light Sleepers and they had these showcases like all the time. It was called Beatsa, but with like Pizza. three Z's. Three Z's oh, okay. since it's like okay. sleeping and then beats right. and pizza because they'd have pizza. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it was it Clever. was a cool name. But um yeah, that was where I had just started working um interning at a studio after I graduated high school. Um and one of the guys, he's like still one of my mentors right now, he's the greatest guy. Um he was like, oh, yeah, they have a beat showcase. I think it'd be really cool if, you know, I could help you make something and then we could go have you at the showcase. Because it was the very last one before they closed. So it was going to be a little bit bigger, have more people. They even had a fridge of, like, ice cream and energy drinks. Nice. I was like, nice. whoa. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I had brought down my beats and then we just played a few and everyone else did their own thing as well and then later that year in October so about a little over a year ago I had my first show like as an artist so it was me and um my group that I work with the AV club with a club with a k because we're cool right <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah so we um we were on stage and we just played some of our rap songs and it was really cool it was at a hawaiian brian's and oh, wow. um yeah it was for a showcase called the most shine and yeah i think they have it every year um held by connor boy but yeah we had that that was my first show ever then i think our most recent one with the same group of people the av club um there's Hawaii sneakerhead space mm. and so that was like a it's a showcase for like all these shoes people were selling crazy streetwear collections and art uh Max Holloway was there so I was like trying not mm. to just trying to keep my cool um <laughs> and just tons of good energy and so we got to be one of the people who uh performed for everyone there and nice. yeah it was it was super sick oh you got to perform for max holloway uh yeah i i honestly don't even remember if he was there during that point because <laughs> you know it's like high profile gotta get in get out i don't right, remember right. when i saw him i was i get really starstruck which is like the worst thing ever oh no <laughs> yeah like um yeah and um i think it was at the concert like two years ago maybe with uh where cardi b and migos and snoop dogg came here and played at the aloha stadium i like cried a lot when cardi b came out <laughs> i like i had no clue i wasn't even that into i was too her. yeah <laughs> right? she wasn't mm -hmm. like super like i think she had just released her most recent album uh, invasion mm -hmm. of privacy that had just been released and 
I started bawling. I had no clue why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. So hopefully I, I learned to work on that. <laughs> so we talked about what you liked about music. You know, what, what are the things that you don't like about, you know, making music or other people? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can cut this out if you don't want. We, we can, you can just rant. You can you can edit whatever you want. You can make it just so that it's all the parts of me saying uh. <laughs> but um, basically, I would love to say that there's nothing I don't like about music. I mean, mm -hmm. in essence, that's a bit true because everything is, you know, growth in some sort of way having to deal with things you don't like at least um but i definitely think um uh for one the monetary aspect yeah it can it can be a lot of money and um to get you know for people if they need studio time if someone doesn't own um enough things to record at their own house and if you do yeah. want to record at your own house um and want a certain quality of sound you definitely have to go and pick up a few things um and everything i think this is a situational hawaii thing for music in my um experience at least i live in ohuimanu like right past kaneohe and mm everything in my house rusts like no matter what so my guitars and my amps oh, like no. the the sockets <clears throat> where you're supposed to have like inputs um those always rust and so if i'm not super diligent with taking care of them it's just like whew, not good sounds basically <laughs> so can you share like your process of making a song like how do um, that is one of the most interesting things that i've come to realize is the less that i thought about making a song like thought about the end result and what i want from it if i'm not thinking that's when the best things <laughs> end up coming out <laughs> because i guess um for me I love having structure. That's definitely a thing that I appreciate um, in everyday life, just having a way to do things a certain way. And so if I'm thinking really hard about, okay, in this part, I have to get a guitar going, but I'm just not feeling a guitar from the way I'm playing it. I just, I'll end up making something that I'm not happy with and being able to just kind of go play it by ear literally mm -hmm. um <laughs> yeah it's it's more of a creative thing because you're not thinking of what you want from it you're just doing what kind of feels good and sounds good um but you know obviously for some assignments if i have to create a song um in a really timely fashion I'll usually start with um, either a melody, so like words and lyrics and 
that type of feel because you know the lyrics of a song and how it sounds can really affect the song in general or you could do the opposite where there's just so much like music and instruments going on where you don't even pay attention to what the person's saying half the time um so if i take that route i i like to start with drums a lot drums are always cool because you know if you're playing super fast or soft and makes a difference always right like you're setting the pace you're starting the beat yeah exactly it's it's the pace sets the pace for everything else mm-hmm. in the song yeah like what do you use as inspiration for songs like this uh just things that happen i guess in everyday life things mm. that are so common in everyday right. life but are still they still have a pretty big impact i guess mm-hmm. almost like almost like when you watch movies kind of where there's they're doing regular people things but there's something extra special about something so regular that might switch something up so um that can be anything from like uh family for me my dynamic with the relationships in my family or a classic one is a breakup of course or um I, yeah <laughs> growing up growing up can be um a, a more regular one for me because mm-hmm. i do a lot of looking back i guess you could say like only looking back or making oh, comparisons no. <laughs> from then and now yeah really it's really just a feeling i guess mm. And that's the way it should be because <laughs> music just kind of makes us feel too. So mm-hmm. I think music's just a feeling that you can hear, honestly. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice way of putting yeah. it. That's, that's a title. That's the title for this podcast. Whoa. Music is a feeling you can hear. And orange is a color that you can taste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be the title. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna bold the orange part <laughs> Ooh, amazing do you have any favorite artists mm. uh yeah definitely um i can always say that the 1975 um the band has given me a lot of inspiration mm. for my guitars because they're super yeah. wonky sometimes and all <laughs> over the place or it's just really like solid, strong chords or just acoustic guitar. They've literally right. gone all over the place. And that's one of the things I love about them is their sound has switched up so many different times. And part of that is, I think, them staying true to themselves and, mm. you know, keeping in mind why they started making music in the first place is because, you know, everything felt good and sounded good and it was cool to cool to do rather than um sticking to oh this is what people expect from them now that they're big right right things like that yeah that's something that i definitely admire them for that um cliche enough ariana grande (laughs) i cannot because um yeah, I think it takes a lot for a person to 
have the transparency that she does. I don't know so much mm -hmm. about her latest album. I don't need that transparency. <laughs> But, um, uh, yeah, the way she's able to write about things, because she does put in writing for a lot of her songs mm. um, in the way that it makes a lot of people want to get up and move is really cool to me. I think some of the my favorite music is stuff that you can't just like sit still to. You got to be like, oh, right, yeah, right. go bust a move or Get something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, other than that, I'd probably say Lil Peep. Um, <laughs> everyone, everyone I know oh knows that I love Lil Peep. Um, yeah. And I admire the way he kind of dropped everything that he had at home and he was like i'm gonna make this happen and i'm gonna go do mm. it regardless that no one believes in me and then um the authenticity of his words um in his lyrics i really think it's almost similar to a uh, people might hate me for saying this but when nirvana first came out a lot of people were like oh it It, it's not going to be successful it's too ugly mm. sounding like he's he's too emotional and feeling weirder about things than other people do but it actually ended up seeming you know more than that to people people really liked it mm -hmm. and i guess that's the way it was for me because i would listen to his music and i was like i've never heard someone just like say it like so accurately down to what they're feeling regardless of what anyone else thinks because you can put a lot of stuff into a song and people will relate but to but to hear like emotion in a person's voice and keep mm -hmm. like the voice cracks and everything too yeah, it's yeah. like i love authenticity when it comes in music even when it's like a lot of times when it's not as perfectly recorded or the right. quality i think it just brings like that feeling like you're in the room with a person right like it adds that character that only that artist can provide yeah exactly and you can really um tell when you figure out a person um how a person made an album i think because There's this one artist I love named Hosier, and he made that one song a couple years ago, Take Me to Church, that mm. was all over the radio. Um, that entire album he made, like, in his attic or something. Right. <laughs> But he was, like, I'm pretty sure it said that he was, like, all by himself, and he was just, like, zoning. Like, he was just writing what he needed to at the time and just got it done. What kind of equipment do you like to use when you when you produce music and stuff? This is the these headphones. I'm super thankful for. My mom got them for me for like oh, my yeah. birthday two years ago. I think it's the Audio Technica, Audio -Technica M uh -huh. MX40 or something, maybe 50, a 30, I don't know, something around there. <laughs> um, I use a MacBook, but right because the newest one has the USB-C ports mm. I have to have um I always have some sort of adapter going on even if it's like an audio interface 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I think any regular laptop would need that, but I've always got um, some sort of extension going on with like a bunch of wires everywhere. Um, and one of my favorite things to use is, I don't even know if it's necessarily meant for plug-in purposes. For, um, oh yeah, the digital audio workstation DAW that I use is a Logic Pro X. Mm. Definitely a fan of that one. Um, but there's the Ultimate Guitar has this like own their own app thing called Tone Bridge, and it if you like have headphones in or something to your computer, and you have mm-hmm. your guitar hooked up. It there's like a ton of different. Um, ways that you can make your guitar sound from different like songs that already exist Um, but you can still manipulate the settings as you'd like so I that's one of like my favorite things ever (laughs) any any immediate or long-term music goals that you have uh yes definitely um I guess one would be to release something um under my name as an artist luce lago um solely uh yeah um because right now i have features and stuff but i think it'd be really cool to just have a single out um under my name it could have a future mm-hmm. but i just want that like artist name to be like, <laughs> yeah and i i think that's supposed to be um that's supposed to be something that is aiming to release by i guess 2021 which isn't as yeah. far away as it seems mm-hmm. crazy enough yeah oh yeah that was that was cool just hearing it but um, (laughs) yeah uh because my my group and i were working on a a third mixtape right now Mm. there's a three mix two mixtapes so far i i just came into the picture on the second one so now that we're working Mm. on the third one which is set to release like late december um yeah, one of my goals I'm supposed to hit is to have a single out before the mixtape. So mm. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> yeah, but my oh, my perfectionist levels, like, I need to tone it down <laughs> or else nothing's going to get out. <laughs> yeah, that's... The music you sent us, we actually like it. It's pretty good. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, they can be, yeah, as you, I think I sent one more like trap type beat. Mm. It's really like trap. Yeah. And then um, compared to, you know, some of the two other songs, it's just mm-hmm. like the dynamic flips. Right, right, and right. And that's mm-hmm. where, that's where I'm like trying to figure out like what genre is the single I'm going to release mm-hmm. even be. <laughs> because yeah i i particularly would love if i didn't even stick to one genre because like Mm -hmm. that's that's what makes me happy but don't let no label define you (laughs) exactly but 
thinking about like everything that I know with the music business side now, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, is that something I could save for later since I'm just right. starting or um especially because I guess if a person hears you the first thing they they do, they're like, Oh, does she have anything else like this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um yeah, I guess we'll see how that goes because it's kind of all over the place thinking <laughs> that I rap is like kind of weird to me in itself because <laughs> I always made jokes about it. I always made jokes about it in high school. Like I'm going to be a rapper, but everyone yeah. knew that I like sang too. And um, yeah, it. I started off rapping actually before I actually yeah, some bars, but some bars. really <laughs> got into singing. Oh, I wish I could freestyle. Oh my guy, that's that's something <laughs> I gotta work on. But um, uh, yeah, it was like I think middle school. I think I had just gotten into middle school where that was the kind of like crazy moment in my musician life where I didn't even know it was starting when I was like I'm gonna stay up past my bedtime and I'm gonna write raps like that type of thing (laughs) it was like super like I think of one of those movies where it's showing someone on the come up (laughs) yeah that's that's the kind of stuff I would do but yeah the fact that I'm doing that now and singing is like it's just super cool to me (laughs) I've had people who have only hear me, they've only heard me rap before and then they'll hear a song with me singing and they're like, there is no way this is the same person. And then, <laughs> and then people who have only heard me singing are like, there's no way you rap. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, get you somebody who can do both. <laughs> nice, nice. Yep, that's, that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, but... I really hope to be singing it and rapping on our next mixtape, but it's more of like a fun get up and move type of vibe. So who knows? That was my goal for it. I just I just want it to be something where I explained it is almost like a like a pre party playlist, like mm. not where mm. not the music that you're like throwing down to, getting super lit and stuff but like when you're driving on the way there like oh yeah nice, we're gonna nice, have a nice. good time <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us uh, um uh, your name your stage name where did that come from oh luce lago um people lago. yeah some a lot of people say luce lago and i understand mm-hmm. that because the i comes before the yeah <laughs> but um i actually i got that because my name is you know Lou Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um there's a car that was like definitely a dream car for a really long time still kind of is (laughs) uh the Lamborghini Murcielago okay okay I I heard it a lot I think um especially when Mercy by Kanye West and like Two okay. Chains was on it right, right, right. and everything. Yeah, when that song came out years ago, I was like, he's like, Mercy, Lago. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is cool. But it wasn't until I was like really thinking hard. I was like, what is my name going to be? Lou, where can we, yeah, where can where can we find, find you, Lou? 
Oh, yeah. Um, I'm mainly on Instagram since you can't find me on campus being a rat in the Melee Lounge. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Instagram at just Luce Lago. Um, so I before the E. Yeah, remember that. L O U C I E L A G O. Um, but I'm also I also have a SoundCloud if you want to check that out. I yeah. think I I think there will be links in the description. Yeah, if you guys got you. are coming in for me. But um yeah, I've got some things on major streaming platforms, uh like Spotify, Apple Music and that. Mm -hmm. Um youtube youtube as well we've got mm -hmm. that so nice yep that is where i will be after this lurking <laughs> on the internet <laughs> <laughs> all right it was nice listening to you and hearing your uh, experience in the program and being a musician thank yeah. you thank you guys thank you. it is yeah. a pleasure for me to talk about the program pleasure to have Y'all listening is nice. <laughs> yeah. And if you have any more music, just send it to us. We'll oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. I, I know who I can connect with now for that. All right. Perfect. Well. Deuces. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Kala Podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Anchor. New episodes every Monday. Visit thekala.net for campus news and events. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And don't forget to check out Luisiago on social media, SoundCloud, and YouTube as well. And enjoy this song that she released all on major streaming platforms called My Own Lane. Enjoy.